welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love at any age to let their genius thrive. I'm your host, Diane Planeta. Love is in the air this week as we all prepare to celebrate the upcoming Valentine's Day. There are many stories on the origins of Valentine's Day, but one thing that's been around since the 18th century is the tradition of giving flowers or candy, a greeting card, or better yet, making your own little Valentine's card, whether it's for the classroom or for the people at work. I think it's such a cute tradition and it's so much fun to keep it alive, to show our gratitude to one another. And well, sometimes a little more than that, but it's a really nice way to say, I see you, I appreciate you, you are important in my life. We used to make, when I was a kid in school, we used to make paper hearts and attach them to the front of our desk with a, a little pocket glued in its place so the small cards, the Valentine cards, could go in. And we were all so excited that at the end of the day, we would take our big paper hearts home and then we'd read our Valentines. And sometimes there was even a little treat or a candy attached to that Valentine. So that made it extra special. What about those little candies that are heart-shaped and they have all those little sayings on them? Be mine, love you, you know, maybe the, the latter is a little bit more personal. You have to be careful on what message you give to people, but it's just a sweet little saying and a little tidbit. And, you know, when you get one, you kind of giggle and then the giggling becomes laughter and then the laughter becomes contagious. And it's just a fun, sweet way to celebrate the day. And, and really, it doesn't need to end once Valentine's Day is over. Think about what you can do to express gratitude and appreciation and put a smile on someone's face, especially if they've been feeling down or lonely or hmm, unworthy. <laughs> Sometimes we're our, we're our own worst enemies, aren't we? So make that extra little step and surprise them the unexpected gesture. Yes, surprise them. And one of the things I did as a mom when Nicholas was growing up, Nicholas, my son, was to put little messages in his lunchbox every now and then. Not every day, because I wanted it to still be a surprise, but I would put a little note in there depending on what was happening during the day. Mm, let's say they were going on a field trip. Let's say, have an awesome time. Have a super day have a lot of fun, take lots of pictures, or maybe it was chest day. And I would revert back to that positive three-word affirmation that I speak to regularly. I would simply write a note, you got this. You can do it. I'm proud of you. Three simple words. And you know, words really nourish us. 
they nourish the soul and why not why not tell your child all the time i love you you're amazing you're the best tell your friends that you appreciate them that you're thankful that you have someone to bend their ear every now and then and maybe your your spouse you're taking that spouse for granted or you become complacent and you need a little zesty spark to regenerate things but literally anyone just say to anyone big smile on your face have a superstar day just have a superstar day and they'd be like what a superstar day yeah that sounds exciting just say i'm happy for you spread best wishes with gratitude and a big smile and it is catching it, it it'll catch you off guard because when you see that when you hear it you're gonna pass it on where you find joy you find inspiration from within you really do but it's really well it's not realized until you share it with another person what do i mean by that will i am has this wonderful quote if you are a chef no matter how good a chef you are it's not cooking for yourself the joy is in cooking for others it's the same with music well that really puts it in perspective doesn't it where you find joy you find inspiration and 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 he speaks not only to his music but gives you an example by just cooking for somebody quite clever i take immense joy in cooking for others and preparing something usually with a little twist or a little theme so when valentine's would come around for us it always started with a special breakfast and i yes i love to make breakfast and i love that my child always had a nice nutritious meal and a full tummy before he went to school i have these great shapes and they are designed specifically for making pancakes in a shape of a heart but if, if you don't have these shapes or you don't have a special flat griddle you can improvise a frying pan is great you can make a heart shape out of tinfoil you can use cookie cutters you can you know squeeze the dough out onto the pan in the shape of a heart and and, and see if it sticks you know you can mm, use the icing sugar and shape a heart or use the whipped cream or blueberries and make a heart shape on top of a flying saucer pancake whatever you can imagine you can create and and in the it's it's limitless it really is limitless but you can have a lot of fun with this and you don't have to use food dye and make red hearts and all that jazz use a heart shape it is so nice and it puts a smile on your child's face it really does and mm, well it's nutritious and delicious in all those years 
every Valentine morning? Well, it's triggering some pretty happy emotions. So if you're going to start a new tradition, I would highly recommend considering heart-shaped pancakes. When it comes to Valentine's Day, that emotion of love, well, that's heightened even more. Ann Landers used to say, love is friendship that has caught fire. It is quiet understanding, mutual confidence, sharing and forgiving. It is loyalty through good times and bad times. It settles for less than perfection and makes allowances for human weaknesses. Love is friendship that has caught fire. Wow, what an emotion that evokes. And what about technology? Technology is trying to creep its way into our personal lives more and more and into our hearts. Artificial intelligence is being used. It's being used to tug at those heartstrings, to jump onto our emotional roller coasters on our quest to find the perfect match. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> find me a find, catch me a catch. This is nothing new. It's been going on since the beginning of time. But with artificial intelligence, it's just that. Artificial. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Helen Keller. Perhaps that's why we're seeing such a shift in social media these days. And in a recent article in the Harvard Business Review by Sarah Wilson, she, she speaks to this actually in quite detail. But I'll summarize that the reason it's taking a shift, young people want to be themselves. They want to make real friends based on real shared interests. <laughs> And they're also craving privacy, safety, and respite from the throngs of social platforms. We all have to admit it is getting quite crowded. And I, I went on to look further and there's some research from a company called Zach. It's a creative agency. And they say that young people, and I love this, have the spirit of an entrepreneur and the heart of a hacker. Again, that's where great leaders are coming from. I love that. I love that, that our future leaders are using, using their knowledge and intuition to believe in humans and human beings once more. As Valentine's Day approaches, find the good and reach out, reach out with gratitude. Appreciate what you have and appreciate the people you love because sometimes we take them for granted. Write it down, or better yet, write a note to your Valentine about something good they have done, something you truly appreciate about them, and you keep meaning to tell them, but then you forget. Take this opportunity on telling them how they made a difference in your world. 
you'll be amazed at the response you'll get. And think about who's inspired you? Why? Why did they make that significant impact on you? How does that help you? Really, really reach because honestly, if you think about what inspires you, and it could just be an inspirational quote, and that's another reason I do actually like to incorporate quotes into my show because it's other viewpoints, other ideas, other ways of saying things. And if that imprints on somebody, well, we've all had a good day. I hope you enjoy your Valentines. Thank you, my friends, for listening. I really appreciate your time. Time is precious, so thank you. And I would be grateful for a review. And when you have a moment, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And maybe you have a different way of showing your gratitude every day. Share that. I will share it with the world. It would be awesome. You can subscribe and support the show here or on the flourish.mom website. And a quick shout out to everyone who attended my seminar at the Gifted Conference in Arizona. You were an absolute wonderful group of people. I got some good feedback. So it's, it's how we learn. It's how we learn. So thank you. Thank you to that group of people. And this Valentine's remember, when you're in love, you want to tell the world. Carl Sagan, <laughs> put a smile on someone's face. Put a note in your child's lunchbox. Let them know how much you love them. But not just on Valentine's Day. Any time is a good time. Maybe you have a coworker that could use a little sticky note on their computer monitor. Cheer up their day. Or bring an apple for the teacher. I know it's a cliche, but it never goes out of style. You know, we are all born with a gift. We're all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within. Nicholas, my son, thank you for the music composition of the show and have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Live well, my friends. Next week's show is inspired by a request from one of the teachers that attended my seminar. It's going to be entitled the unmotivated gifted child and how to get them back on track. I'll see you next week.